just watch that movie and be like, wow, that guy's kind of a psycho. That's me, apparently. Hey, how's it going? Welcome back to the podcast. My name's Christina and you're listening to Life in 2018, the podcast where I talk about what life is like for the average person in 2018. And today on the podcast, we're doing a personality quiz. The personality quiz that I'm going to be doing today is called the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator. It was a quiz that was created by a mother and daughter team of Catherine Cook Briggs and her daughter, Isabel Briggs Myers, hence the name. And basically, it's a quiz that was going to differ different types of psychological preferences in how people perceive the world around them and make decisions. So I've done this quiz before, as you've probably heard me talk about. And last time I was an ENFP. We're going to see today when I do the quiz if I get the same results. And we're going to go through an analysis of the personality once we're complete. So the quiz that I'm doing is on a website called 16personalities.com. This is the most reliable quiz that I found. It has like a lot of questions, but I feel like it gives you a pretty accurate answer and it's free because for some reason you get charged if you want to do like some really legit version of the quiz, which I'm not about. So this is the one we're doing today and join in if you want to. So we're going to go through the quiz real quick and then do the analysis. So the way you answer these questions is on a scale of agree to disagree, and then you can also choose neutral right down the middle. So the first question is, you find it difficult to introduce yourself to other people. I would say disagree because I find it pretty easy usually. I love people. You often get lost in thoughts that you ignore or forget your surroundings. Um, To a certain point, yeah. You try to respond to emails as soon as possible and cannot stand a messy inbox. Agree because I hate clutter. You find it easy to stay relaxed even when there's some pressure. Strongly agree because like I'm very calm under under pressure. You do not usually initiate conversation. Disagree because I like to start a conversation. You rarely do something just out of sheer curiosity. Strongly disagree because I mostly do things out of sheer curiosity because I'm very curious. You feel superior to other people. Okay, guys, don't judge me for my choices in this, but we're going to say agree. (laughs) Being organized is more important to you than being dependable. Oh, no, adaptable. Whoa, I can't read. Um, Disagree, because I think it's important to be adaptable. You are usually highly motivated and energetic. Agree all the way, because I'm super energetic usually. Winning a debate matters less to you than making sure no one gets upset. Strongly disagree. People's feelings are important. You often feel as if you have to justify yourself to other people. Strongly agree. I didn't even realize I did this so much until one of my friends pointed it out. Um, I kind of always try to justify myself. I'm even trying to justify my choices right now to you. So uh, how do you feel about that one? Your home and work environments are quite tidy. Oh, tidy. It sounded like I said something weird there. Strongly agree. You do not mind being the center of attention. Agree. You consider yourself more practical than creative. Disagree. I'm pretty creative, but I'm also practical, but mostly creative. People can rarely upset you. Oh, strongly disagree. I'm so sensitive. It's it's one of my biggest faults. Your travel plans are usually well thought out. Agree. It's often difficult for you to relate to other people's feelings. Strongly disagree. I can relate usually very well to other people's feelings. Your mood can change very quickly. Strongly agree. One second I'm happy, the next I'm sad. It's kind of crazy. 
In a discussion, truth should be more important than people's sensitivities. Disagree. You rarely worry about how your actions affect other people. Disagree. I kind of overthink that, to be honest. Your work style is closer to random energy spikes than a methodical and organized approach. Strongly agree. I definitely have lulls where I'm like not productive at all. And sometimes I'm just like incredibly energetic and productive. You are often envious of others. Agree. We established this in the other quiz. Unfortunately, that's the way I am. An interesting book or a video game is often better than a social event. Disagree. I love social things. I'd much rather do that. Being able to develop a plan and stick to it is the most important part of every project. Um, disagree, because I think it's important to be able to adapt. Like, I literally just answered that in the other question. You rarely get carried away by fantasies and ideas. Disagree. I definitely get carried away by those things. You often find yourself lost in thought when you are walking in nature. Wow. Agree. Yeah, totally. I'm such a daydreamer. It's bad. If someone does not respond to your email quickly, you start worrying if you said something wrong. Let's change this to texts. Yeah, I always get really paranoid that like I said something wrong and people took it the wrong way or something. As a parent, you would rather see your child grow up kind than smart. Agree. You do not let other people's or no, you do not let other people influence your actions. Mm. Disagree. Unfortunately, people really influence my actions. When you sleep, your dreams tend to focus on the real world and its events. Agree. Like what I thought about that day usually is what I dream about. It does not take you much time to start getting involved in social activities at your new workplace. Um, oh, we're going to do a disagree just because usually I'm very shy at work. I try to be reserved at work um, until I'm really comfortable with people I work with and kind of feel at the place. You are more of a natural improviser than a careful planner. Um, we're going to do neutral for that one. Your emotions could, oh no, your emotions control you more than you control them. Uh Oh yeah, unfortunately, even though I'm pretty in control of my emotions, but they definitely control me sometimes. You enjoy going to social events that involve dress up or role play activities. Oh, well, I love dressing up. So we're going to say, yeah, you often spend time exploring unrealistic and impractical yet intriguing ideas. Yep. Daydreamer. You would rather improvise than spend time coming up with a detailed plan. Yeah, generally. You are a relatively reserved and quiet person. Um, we're going to say disagree because not, I'm not like very quiet. If you had a business, you would find it difficult to fire loyal but underperforming employees. Yes, because I hate or making people sad or like disappointing them. I don't know what you call it, even though they're the ones disappointing me. I just couldn't do it. You often contemplate the reasons for human existence. Yep, on a daily basis. Logic is more important than heart when it comes to making important decisions. Uh, disagree. Keeping your options open is more important than having a to-do list. Agree. You got to go with the flow. If your friend is sad about something, you are more likely to offer emotional support than suggest ways to deal with the problem. We're going to say agree, but only slightly agree because like usually I want to try and give them help, like give them suggestions of how they can fix it or whatever. You rarely feel insecure. We're going to say tiny agree because I do feel insecure sometimes, but like not that often. Actually, 
Yeah, we'll, we'll say that one. Everyone has insecurities. You have no difficulties coming up with a personal timetable and sticking to it. We're going to say agree. Cause like when I do set up a timetable, I stick to it. Being right is more important than being cooperative when it comes to teamwork. Uh, disagree. I don't want to, I don't like making people sad. You think that everyone's views should be respected regardless of whether they're supported by facts or not. We'll say agree. Even though if it's totally not backed by any facts, I don't know how much I'm going to really support you to be honest, but I'll give you the chance at least. You feel more energetic after spending time with a group of people. Yeah, definitely. hundred percent. You frequently misplace your things. Disagree. I'm pretty organized. You see yourself as very emotionally stable. Um, we're going to say the tiny disagree for this one. <laughs> Next question. Your mind is always buzzing with unexplored ideas and plans. Yeah, always. Literally all I think about most of the day is like ideas of things that I can do. You would not call yourself a dreamer. Disagree. What did I just say? <laughs> you usually find it difficult to relax when talking in front of many people. Oh no, disagree. I'm pretty comfortable talking in front of people. Generally speaking, you rely more on your experience than your imagination. Hmm. We're going to say disagree because like I generally try and use, uh, uh, yeah, we're going to say disagree. You worry too much about what other people think. Agree. If the room is full, you stay closer to the walls, avoiding the center. Uh, disagree. I don't mind being in the center unless it's like, oh, if it's full, I definitely don't mind being in the center. If it's empty, I feel like being in the middle is super awkward. Okay. You have a tendency to procrastinate until there is not enough time to do everything. Yeah. <laughs> you feel very anxious in stressful situations. Disagree. I'm really good under stress. You believe it's more rewarding to be liked by others than to be powerful. Yeah. I like being liked. You have always been interested in unconventional and ambiguous things. Example, books, arts, or movies. Agree. You often take initiative in social situations. Yes, ma'am. <gasps> I got the same thing I did last time. I didn't even realize we're already at the end of the quiz. Wow. Okay. So I got the same personality type as the last time I did the quiz, which is ENFP-T. So I'm going to give you a breakdown what each of those letters mean. So the first one, the E, represents your mind. It says, this trait determines how we interact with our environments. So I, I react very extroverted, apparently. 86% extroverted, 14% introverted, which makes sense because like I like talking to people. I actually get energized when I'm around people. So pretty extroverted person. The next letter represents energy. And that letter is the N. So this trait shows where we direct our mental energy. So it's either intuitive or observant. Um, I was 83% intuitive and then 17% observant. So I guess if I was more observant, that would be kind of like I lay back and like assess the situation before jumping in. But intuitive means I kind of just like play it out as it comes, which makes sense because for the most part, that's kind of how I am. The next letter, which I got F, is for nature. And it's either thinking or feeling. And I was 75% feeling and then 25% thinking, which makes sense because like emotions, that's what I'm assuming this means. Yeah, this trait determines how you make decisions and cope with emotions. I'm very emotional. So that makes sense. 
<laughs> and then the last letter, which I got P, is about tactics. Actually, this one's really, really close to 50-50. So it says, this trait re- reflects our approach to work, planning, and decision-making. I got 51% prospecting, 49% judging, which, wow, I don't even think I've ever gotten that close to 50-50 before, but I'm just on the edge, slight edge of being pros- prospecting. Now, the dash T, it represents your identity. This trait underpins all others, showing how confident we are in our abilities and decisions. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I like this one. So this one, I got 72% turbulent and then 28% assertive. So basically, um, I think that basically says that I'm a basket case. Um, maybe true. I don't know. I don't really like that one because that one kind of makes me feel sad about myself, but Apparently, according to the questions, that's the way I am. So let's go through right now and analyze what an ENFP is like. Start reading. So ENFP is called the campaigner personality. Cool. Let's read the little introduction thingy. The campaigner personality is a true free spirit. They're often the life of the party, but unlike other types in the explorer group, campaigners are less interested in the sheer excitement and pleasure of the moment that they're in, enjoying the social and emotional connections they make with other. Which, wow, okay, I'm terrible at reading sometimes, so just pretend that I didn't make any mistakes when I read that. But basically, I like to make connections with people, which makes so much sense because that's kind of the way I am. Charming, independent, energetic, and compassionate, the 7% of the population that they compromise, oh, comprise, wrong word, can certainly be felt in any crowd. Oh my God, guys, what can I say? I'm an ENFP through and through. So the good thing about this website is it breaks down a lot of things about your personality, like your strengths and weaknesses, your romantic relationships, friendships. If you're a parent, it talks about parenthood, career path, blah, 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 career paths, and so many other things. So let's quickly go through some of these things. Let's see. You can change the world with just an idea. More than just sociable people pleasers, campaigners like like all their diplomat cousins. Oh, I guess I'm in the diplomat group. We should explore that in a minute. But they're shaped by their intuitive quality, allowing them to read between the lines with curiosity and energy. They tend to see life as a big, complex puzzle where everything is connected. But unlike analyst personality types who tend to see the puzzle as a series of systematic machinations, machinations, I don't know how you pronounce that, Campaigners see it through a prism of emotion, compassion, and mysticism, and are always looking for a deeper meaning. Wow, this is me. I'm always like trying to be like, whoa, guys, what's the meaning of life? Let's look at this in a deeper way and see what it really means. I kind of hate it, actually, to be honest, but that's the way I am. (laughs) I just can't help it, okay? This is the way I am, guys. So we're going to quickly scroll through this. Don't lose that little spark of madness is one of the subtitles. Oh baby, the spark of madness is not gone. It's always going to be there. Oh man, that's so funny. (laughs) They know how to relax. They're perfectly capable of switching from a passionate driven idealist in the workplace to that imaginative, enthusiastic free spirit on the dance floor. Wow. 
even (laughs) wow often with a suddenness that can surprise even their closest friends yeah this is so true man if like tell me if you got like an accurate personality reading for yourself but i find they always nail me so well maybe it's just me but like i feel like they always nail me okay campaigners you may know oh wow these are celebrities that also have the same personality type as me robert downey jr will smith robin williams oh drew barrymore russell brand that's hilarious quentin tarantino meg ryan i'm not even sure who that is kelly clarkson wow michael scott from the office phil dunphy from modern family oh my god this is so funny piper from orange is the new black peter from the hunger games this is so freaking funny Willy Wonka from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That is so funny. Apparently, I'm just like Willy Wonka, guys. So if you ever wanted to know what I'm like, just watch that movie and be like, wow, that guy's kind of a psycho. That's me, apparently. (laughs) So let's go through my strengths and weaknesses real quick. Some of my strengths. Curious. Okay. Observant. Okay. Energetic and enthusiastic. Yes excellent communicators well you tell me am i good at communicating on this podcast it's just me talking to the camera which is actually you but am i good at it i don't know you tell me know how to relax oh baby i know exactly how to relax don't get stressed even though i get a little stressed sometimes you just gotta freaking relax don't take life so seriously very popular and friendly oh stop now let's go to my weaknesses to like drive down my ego a little bit there poor practical skills oh i like to think i'm practical apparently not oh i don't like it i don't like reading the weaknesses we're gonna keep reading through them though find it oh i almost just knocked over my glass of milk on the floor that would have been so bad (laughs) find it difficult to focus yeah maybe overthink things yeah that's basically all i talk about on the podcast actually this podcast is like the accurate representation of me overthinking in a nutshell but whatevs get stressed easily i don't know about that one i can react well under pressure but maybe i do get stressed kind of easily highly emotional yeah let's read that one while emotional expression is healthy and natural with campaigners even viewing it as a core part of their identity it can come out strongly enough to cause problems for this personality type Particularly when under stress, criticism, or conflict, campaigners can experience emotional bursts that are counterproductive at best. Yeah, that's me. Aw. Independent to a fault. Campaigners loathe being micromanaged and restrained by heavy-handed rules. That's me. I think that's a lot of people, though. But, you know. Actually, I don't know about this because, like, I hate being alone. But, like, maybe I'm independent. I don't know. It's complicated. Let's read about my romantic relationships. And just, I guess, regular relationships too. Oh no, this is just romantic relationships. Want to know what it's like to date me, boys? This is what it's all about, apparently. Wow. When it comes to relationships, there's hardly anyone around who's more excited than campaigners to share their partners, the bounty of ideas and eye-opening experiences that life has to offer. For people with the campaigner personality type, relationships are joyous process of mutual exploration and imagination (laughs) to connect with another person is like the best, apparently, which I agree with. I love, you know, you know, what's the best? You know, when you're like up, think about when you were a kid, actually, when you're like a kid and it's like 
two o'clock in the morning and you're having a sleepover and then it gets to like the real juicy parts of the conversation. You're like, oh, who do you have a crush on? And things like that. I love shit like that. Once you get older, it translates to like, wow, guys, let's have like super deep conversations about like life and meaning and blah. But like, that's the shit I live for. So this makes so much sense. In the dating phase, if campaigners can be, oh, oh, yep. (laughs) Wow. Oh my God. Okay. I've read this before. In the dating phase, if campaigners can be said to tolerate such a formal process to begin with, they show these qualities by showering their new flames with affection and will do everything they can to build a strong relationship by demonstrating their devotion and reliability by whatever means available. Yeah, that's me. If I like you, you're going to know because, um... I just want to do everything for you. It's very weird. I don't know why. It's almost like this. I thought it was like maternal instincts or something. It could be. I don't know. But like, I'm one of those people that's like, if you're in my house, even just my, as like a friend, I'm like, want some food? Do you want a drink? Do you want a blanket if you're cold? Do you want a sweater? Do you want me to make you food? Do you want me to just, I don't know, anything. I'll take care of you. That's my job. If you're in a relationship with me, it's exceptionally my, or no especially my job. I don't know my words, but <laughs> you cannot live without a fire. Oh, what does this mean? Blah, blah, blah. Apparently distance isn't a thing, physical distance. And I don't care about long distance relationships. I'm totally down for them. I don't know about that one. I don't think that's very true because I feel like I like to see people often if I'm in love with them or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. So do you know the real me? You know, what's funny. My Instagram bio used to be something like me. You don't know me. I don't even know myself or some bullshit like that. So it's kind of funny that this is one of my subtitles Um, or subheadings or whatever. Campaigners go all in with their relationships. If they fall apart despite their efforts, they can end up plagued with questions about why the relationship failed and what they could have done differently. Wow, I've never read something so accurate about relationships. I don't even remember reading this before because that's definitely me. If Even if it's like a friendship, if something goes wrong, I will always be like, what did I do wrong? What can I do for this to never happen again? Like, how can I ensure that my future friendships will be like super duper strong so that this will just never happen again? I thought that everybody does that, but I guess maybe not. Let's go over to friendships because that's a little bit more exciting. As a friend, campaigners are cheerful, supportive, always sharing and developing ideas and staying open-minded, taking in others' thoughts and feelings. That's definitely true. I actually, to be honest, I feel like I take in other people's feelings to a fault because that almost like affects me if it's like a negative feeling or emotion. But if it's a positive one, heck yeah, I'm going to be like reflecting that right back at you. And it's just going to be like a intense, like, yeah, you're happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. You're happy. We, you know, one of those weird things. Aw, they're the masters of drawing people out of their shells. As a result, they tend to have a huge circle of friends. Yeah, baby, I've got friends. Look at me. An exciting adventure. Aw, more outgoing types will naturally gravitate towards them. Very true. But we also get to know more reserved personalities. Also very true. Yeah, some of my friends are very quiet, but some are like very, very extroverted. It's like a wide, a wide array. Oh, campaigners' interest in others can be a double-edged sword. What does this mean? This pure idealism comes 
with certain expectations and too often campaigners hold their friends in an unrealistic light, expecting them to keep up with the constant flow of ideas and experiences that they consider integral to life. It's so funny. There's this song by Hippocampus called Bambi, where it's all like, oh my God, I am sad or whatever. And hopefully I'm not bringing my friends down with me and I don't want them to think that I'm relying on them or something. That's like the general theme of the song. And like, I'm like, wow, this is so relatable. And this is kind of like what that's saying. I'm like, wow, guys, can we just stop being so relatable or whatever right now? Cause this is too much for me. Wow. Let's see what else it says about friendships. Campaigners tend to get, oh, campaigners tend to get deeply involved in others' lives, going to great lengths and efforts to be selfless, caring, and supportive people that they are, and all the while forget to take care of themselves. Oh, that's so me. Whenever people are going through things, I'm like, you know what? Put on a strong face and be there for them. So you got to remember to care about yourself, you know? If you're an ENFP, you know what I mean. Care about yourself first. Or maybe not first, but like care about yourself too. Don't forget about yourself. Making life spectacular. Oh my God. Luckily, campaigners are open-minded and sincere enough in their friendships and connect with, oh, and connect with and understand even their acquaintances well enough that they recognize that not everyone expresses themselves in the same way and that's okay. Oh my God. Guys, I can't relate to this more right now. This is so accurate. I love it. Their sensitivity, <laughs> their sensitivity may be too challenging to play with more critical and argumentative personalities such as strongly expressed thinking and judging types, but they do appreciate even cherish the company of most anyone who appreciates theirs and the adventures and experiences they have together are the stuff a good life is made of. Oh my God, my heart. This is so sweet. It's very true though. People who are just like, I want to argue and think about stuff and debate it. I'm like, guys, let's just take a chill pill. I get where you're coming from, but don't take life so seriously. It's just, just chill. Enjoy it. Have fun. Don't take us so serious. You know, you know what I'm saying? But that's what life is made of. You need those people around too to switch it up a bit. Parenthood, we're not even going to really read this because I don't have kids. I have cats. That doesn't count. That's not kids. Ah, campaigner parents are playful and warm and love to see their children excited. Yeah, probably. To be honest, mm, you can probably just kind of assume what kind of parent I am. Probably like the, yay kids, let's go on an adventure. Let's go to the museum. And the kids are like, mom, calm the fuck down. We don't want to go to the museum. And I'm like, Timmy, we're going to go to the museum today and we're going to have a great time learning. And they're going to be like, fine, I got it. Whatever, mom. I'm probably going to be the embarrassing mom, to be honest. Sucks to be my future kids. Career paths. Wow, I wonder this says. Okay, campaigner careers. Oh my God. (laughs) This is so funny. Okay, I've read this before because obviously I read into the whole Myers-Briggs thing because I'm very interested in these things. Just listen to this for one sec here. Can, can't I fly helicopters and be an oceanographer who writes songs and cooks? It's a big world out there, perhaps even a little too big. Campaigners are fascinated by new ideas, both in terms of developments in fields they're already familiar with and with new subjects that come along. 
remember that um podcast that was there's just not enough time or basically just any podcast ever where i've talked and i'm like guys i like things and there's not enough time to do all the things i want and play guitar and art and music and talking to you with a camera and editing other things too there's literally not enough time and i just want to do everything (laughs) how much do you want to bet there's gonna be a thing in here that's like just take a chill pill though man you just gotta like calm down and not just do so many things Let's go through and see. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, they use things to propel themselves further and deeper than others are willing or able to go. Um, okay, yeah, sure. Oh, the opening of a door can be a wonderfully joyous moment. I've never heard a truer thing because that's exactly how I feel. Too many bosses, too few workers. Where campaigners do not shine is in systems of strict regiment and hierarchy, such as military service. Very true. I don't think I would ever be able to do something like that. I mean, like, I'm one of those people that, like, if you're my boss, I'm going to respect you 1,000%. I'm probably even going to be scared of you because I want to make sure that you're impressed by me and you, like, like me or whatever. But um, if you're going to be, like, a mean boss... I couldn't do it. Like even when I, when I worked at Tim Hortons way, way, way back in the day, if like someone would get mad at me, who was like a supervisor or a manager or anything, I would just be like, Oh, okay. I fucked up real bad. And I'm scared of you now. I just don't like strict management. I just don't think that's even necessarily a good strategy, but that's just me. So, um, whatever workplace habits, campaigners in the workplace. There are two basic things that campaigners seek most in the workplace, the chance to explore new ideas and the chance to conduct that exploration alongside other people who share their excitement. Yeah, that's me. I like to have fun and have fun with other people and explore with other people. Yay. Campaigner subordinates. This doesn't matter to me. This is what my manager would read. They can read it if they want on their own time. Oh, oh, okay. Let's see if there's anything else exciting. Eh, not really. I know I've read through this stuff before and it's basically like, you take on too many things at once because you like to do new things. So maybe don't do that. It's probably in there somewhere. I'm just like giving you, um, um, my version. It's Christina notes, you know, it's like spark notes, but my version. Okay. Let's read our conclusion before we go to another website and read about my compatibility with other types. So, campaigner personality conclusion. Few personality types are as creative and charismatic as campaigners. Their enthusiasm and vivid imagination allows campaigners to overcome many challenges, oh, challenging obstacles more often than not, bringing the lives, oh, not bringing, can I even read? We're going to restart that. Their enthusiasm and vivid imagination allows campaigners to overcome many challenging obstacles, more often than not brightening the lives of those around them. Campaigners' creativity is invaluable in many areas, including their own personal growth. Growth. Can I speak? Yet campaigners can be easily tripped up in their ideas, where idealism and passion are more of a liability than an asset. (gasps) Oh, I don't want to hear the negative sides of me. Whether it's navigating interpersonal conflicts, confronting unpleasant facts, pursuing self-realization, or finding a career path that aligns well with your inner core, you may face numerous challenges that at times can even make you question who you really are. Who really am I? Just like that stupid bio quote I was telling you about. You think you know me? You don't know me. I don't even know myself. I'm so dramatic. (laughs) Let's see blah, 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 blah. 
oh, this is only 5% of what we can tell you because you're so, so, you're a rainbow, so many colors, so much about your personality we can't even go into right here. This is not a trick. You felt understood because you were. And no, we did not spy on you, rather. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, this is the point where they're like, hey, spend money so we can tell you how to change your habits. I'm not even going to read that because I don't subscribe to that idea. You're not getting my money. This is just a fun personality quiz. But I mean, really? If you relate to certain negative traits in these personality quizzes and you're like, oh, wow, maybe these are things I should change about myself. Yeah, maybe have those kind of like self-reflective moments, but like, I don't think you should pay money to figure that out. I think there's free resources out there that can help you figure that out on your own. But that's enough for that website. Let's just go have a look at um, some compatibility. So I already brought up two, well, actually maybe only one website now that I think about it. Oh yeah, there's only one website that I found that was like kind of okay to read because some of them are just stupid. But we're going to read about compatibility of your personality type with other personality types. I think this is kind of referring to it in like a romantic like love type of way, but it could just be in friendships too um, because they're kind of like the same thing at the end of the day. Anyways, we're going to go and see what goes with ENFP. The website I'm using is called massmatch.com and uh, they have a little Myers-Briggs section. So ENFPs, they have their own little summary of what my personality type is like. So let's read what theirs is because it's very short. Love to talk about what's going on in their lives. Yeah, man, me. Will encourage their mates to grow. Oh, we must be in like Australia or England or something with this website. The mates need to feel encouragement. Tell me, just motivate me, friends. (laughs) Don't like to say it when their feelings are hurt. Yeah, that's true. I really don't like to tell people when my feelings are hurt, but they get hurt pretty freaking easily. Tend to withdraw to process hurt feelings in private. Yeah, that's me. I'm like a wounded puppy that needs to go like hide in a corner. Need to hear how much they mean to someone. Oh yeah, tell me you love me, you know? Or I mean, maybe don't. If you don't like me, just, just don't say anything. But like, if you love me, tell me. Like spontaneous demonstration of love and respect. Yes, spontaneity is the best in showing love. That sounded ridiculous. <laughs> Just be spontaneous, you know? Um, under stress, may have difficulty saying no and take on too many projects. Oh my God, me. So, best types for a relationship. If you're an INFP, oh no, I can't read. If you're an INFJ, INFP, ENFJ, ENFP, or ESFJ, you're the best personality types for me. So if you're that, comment down below. Let me know. Best possible types. Oh, no. This is just possible types for relationships. So, like, you're not the best, but you're a possible contender. ENTJ, ENTP, INTJ, INTP, ESFP, and ISFP. It sounds like I'm saying some weird alphabet, but those are the possible types for relationship. They're not the best. They're not the least likely. They're the the possible ones. So now let's read the least likely types for a relationship. So basically, you might not be good for me. You could even be one of my nemesises. We'll never know. So those types are ISTJ, ESTJ, ISTP, ESTP, and ISFJ. And apparently, my personality type makes up eight Oh no, six to 8% of the population, which isn't very much, but I guess there's 16 types. So that's probably like average because that makes sense. It it, it evens out, right? So um, basically if you're any of those types, 
hit me up if you're not stay the fuck away from me boy or girl bye but um i guess it really thinks that people who have n personality types in the second letter really get along well with me what's n again let's go look because i have such terrible memory oh n is the whole intuitive so if you're intuitive we're on the same wavelength. I think that's like a big thing. And then extroverted and introverted, it's actually pretty even because there's like a good amount of I's and E's there that go along with me. Oh, another thing. If you're a feeling person with an F in your thingy, that means we're going to get along because almost all of the F's, if you're like intuitive and feeling essentially, then you're going to get along with me. Unless you're an ESFJ, then you're just like our little unicorn up in here. You're like sensing and then feeling. So that's pretty much an overview of what the Myers-Briggs personality type indicator um, represents. If you're an ENFP, if you're any of the other personality types, let me know what you are and um, let me know if you can relate to that personality type. There are so many different types Anytime I get one of my friends to do this quiz, I find the results wildly accurate. I don't even know how, like, sometimes it's crazy accurate. There have been a couple times where not so much, but sometimes I'm just like, oh my God, this is you. I never realized that you're this type. This makes so much sense. Blah, 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 blah. So do the quiz. Tell me what you got down below and tell me if you can relate to it. Um, That's pretty much it for the Myers-Briggs. I could go for days about this kind of stuff because there's like pages and pages and pages of it. One really fun thing to look out for is the subreddits for your personality types. Some of them are more populated than others because some of them people just like aren't really super active about it on Reddit, but the ones that are active are hilarious. There are some really, really funny memes. I remember looking at some memes that were basically just uh, talking about how emotional TM I am, which is like, uh, it's just an ENFP thing, you know, it's just, just ENFP things. So, um, go check those out if you're interested. And that's about it for today's podcast. Um, the next thing I kind of want to do is analyze my birth chart. Um, which is like all about horoscopes. I don't know if I'm going to do that because I don't know how much I believe in that. That's like super one of those things that I just don't really believe in that much, but I started reading into it and I was like, Holy shit, maybe this is like more accurate than I thought but maybe it's just a load of shit. So I don't know what I'm going to do with that yet, but I am going to have guests on my podcast again soon. There are things planned that are secret that you will find out about in the future. But until next time, I'm Christina. You were just listening to Life in 2018. Go out and enjoy life. And thanks for listening.